to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. We are wrapping up the week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via the contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Uh uh, don't touch that dial. There's excitement galore coming up in the next hour when you'll hear... Hello. ...during another exciting episode of Chicken Man. He's everywhere! He's everywhere! The most fantastic crime fighter the world has ever known. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. It's Friday, and we hope to say the secret word on You Bet Your Life. We missed an episode last week. Actually, I had originally planned on playing the episode that was scheduled for February 28th, 1951, but the file turned out to be from 1959, incorrectly labeled. It happens. I was able to discover this prior to me airing it today, so unfortunately we don't have that date, but we do have the one that's originally aired on March 7th, 1951, and George... What is the secret word? Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is cup. C-U-P. Really? You bet your life. For more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers of America present the best of Groucho. Yes, friends, it's a Groucho summertime. By popular demand from your letters, from rating histories, and the acclaim of critics, the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers bring you selected shows from You Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. Groucho Marx is on vacation, friends, and will return in the fall. Until then, it's fun and laughs each week this summer as we proudly present some of the best of Groucho's past shows. And here he is... The one, the only... Groucho! That's me, Groucho Marx. Well, here I am again with $3,500 for one of our couples. Okay, George, uh, who's placed to try for the $3,500? Well, we invited some students of economics and some men from the Internal Revenue Office to oh. the program tonight. And just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Francis Blevins and Mr. Raymond Sorensen. Come on in here, folks, and meet Groucho Marx. Well, welcome. Welcome for the, De- uh, from the De- welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. <laughs> and if you say the secret word, you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. And I wish it was you. <laughs> you're uh, Francis, uh, Francis uh, Blevins, eh? You're a, a student? Yes, I am. Uh, where, where are you from, Francis? Huntington Park, California. Oh. 
And, uh... You're with the income tax office, huh? That's right. Where, where are you from? Moorhead, Iowa. Cornhusker, eh? Yes, it's kind of a small town back there. That's all right. Some of the nicest towns in uh, the small ones. Are you married? No, I'm not. Why not? Did you, you get a $500 exemption, you know? <laughs> Don't you think a wife is worth $500? Well, $500, $500 is an awful lot of money to me. How about but, you, uh, uh, Francis? Would you say a wife is worth $500? Why, yes, I would. Your husband is a lucky man to have a wife like you. What does he do for a living? I'm not married. You're not married? No, sir. Well, things are picking up all over, huh? <laughs> and your husband is luckier than I thought he was. <laughs> that doesn't follow anything, but it makes a nice uh, observation. Would, would you like to get married, Francis? Well, yes, I would. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, I think it's every woman's ambition to get married. Besides, why do you go to college? Get a husband. You go to college to get a husband? Oh, yes. You can get one of those in a butcher shop. You don't have to. <laughs> well, where are you studying economics, Francis? The University of Southern California. Well, just what is the economics? Well, it's a study of the principles that regulate the purposes and activities of human beings. No, that's certainly a long-winded way of saying you want to get married. <laughs> now, Raymond, uh, uh, do, you, do you believe with this? Uh, do you agree with this uh, thesis here? Oh, well, yes, I do. Well, tell me what she said. <laughs> Such a wise guy. Well, she said, uh, it's a study... Income tax department. It's a study of uh, human beings and their natures. Said what? It's a study of uh, human beings and their nature, and uh, I don't know. you've got biology on the brain. <laughs> is there any is there any value to the study of economics aside from the fact that you needed to graduate oh, and yes. hook a sucker? Oh yes, I definitely think so. Hook a sucker sounds like a summer resort, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you go last year? I went to hook a sucker for two weeks. <laughs> and don't think they don't when they get there. <laughs> now, what's your job at the income tax office? Well, I'm, uh... I'm bound to you. I'm a floater with account section. You're a floater? <laughs> They've even got you inflated, eh? <laughs> What is a floater? Something with two scoops of ice cream? No, uh, that's the one that uh, works with uh, in the credit department. Well, do you have any specific job? That's a kind of a nebulous uh, description you just gave. Well, uh, it's uh, key punch. You what? Key punch. I keep punching, but it, I'm not getting anywhere. <laughs> you say you're a key puncher? That's right. Well, what is that? What do you do? Well, uh, uh, that's a machine that uh, punches the holes. In the card on your information Key punching comes. sounds like a summer resort, too, doesn't it? <laughs> Where'd you go last year? I went to key punching for two weeks. I didn't like it. I went back to hook a sucker. <laughs> How many of these miracle machines do you have? Well, we have one big one and 12 little ones. Well, I'm a little old to believe that. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
I don't care how how big the machine is, we'll still take two of them. <laughs> Would you mind explaining just what this machine does? Well... Say, there's one big one and it makes 12 little ones. <laughs> no, uh, you see it? Uh, multiplies and adds, subtracts on your card. Takes care of your card within a second. Within a second? Well, that's a remarkable machine. Now, in other words, your machine can figure out exactly how much tax I owe in less than a second. Is that it? That's right. Well, its tubes are going to be old and gray before it figures out how to collect them. <laughs> Well, I learned a lot about taxes and economics tonight, and if I was smart, I'd go hide in a cave until around April 1st. Now, let's see how well you work together as a team. Now, in just one minute, you're going to play You Bet Your Life for a chance at $3,500. But first, I want you to pay close attention to something important. Friends, your DeSoto Plymouth dealer invites you to take the five-mile trial in a new DeSoto. He wants you to see it in action through stop-and-go traffic and out on the open highway. From behind the wheel of the mighty Fire Dome 8, find out the tremendous power the new DeSoto 160-horsepower V8 engine gives you, and on regular gasoline, too. Discover what that extra DeSoto power means to you in acceleration on hills, in straightaway passing ability. See how it increases your driving pleasure and safety. Also judge the amazing convenience of DeSoto full-power steering that takes the work out of turning the steering wheel and makes parking a cinch. Find out about DeSoto's super-safe power brakes and a host of other great DeSoto features. Tomorrow, stop at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers and ask to take the five-mile trial in either the 160-horsepower Fire Dome 8 or the DeSoto Powermaster 6. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth, the low-priced car most like high-priced cars. Let's see if you'll get the chance at the $3,500. George? I'm here. I used to call him Fenneman. George, we're getting very chummy. <laughs> George, tell him the rules. All right. Uh, each of our three couples has $20. And they bet as much of that 20 as they want on each of four questions. And the couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the $3,500 DeSoto Plymouth question at the end of the show. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You select the duties of the, of the cabinet members. Yes. Here's your first question. How much of the 20 are you going to risk? $10. $10. $10. What member of the cabinet is in charge of the legal matters of our nation? The Attorney General. They have $30 now. $30. All right. Remember, you're going for $3,500. Now, how much of the 30 are you going to risk this time? $20. $20. What member of the cabinet is in charge of domestic trade? Take a stab at it, kids. Department of Interior? Secretary no, of Interior? Uh, no, I'm sorry. It's the Secretary of Commerce. They've dropped to $10 now. Well, that's too bad. Here's your third question. How much of the 10 are you going to bet? Five. $5. What cabinet member is in charge of the farm credit of our country? Department of Agriculture. Well, you're starting to get it back. You have $15 now. All right. Now you've got uh, $15. Mm -hmm. Is your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the 15 are you going to risk? Fifteen. Fifteen. What member of the cabinet is in charge of the safeguarding of national security? Secretary of Defense. The Secretary of Defense is right. <laughs> Sorry, 
time you wind up with $30 from the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. Don't go away, Francis. Uh, Groucho. <laughs> Groucho, the secret word is still cup. Still cup, eh? I used to know a man named Still Cup. He ran a pool hall in Savannah. <laughs> No yeah. relation, though, I suppose. Uh, none. <laughs> Who's next, Mr. Panama? <laughs> just, before we, <laughs> just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected a public stenographer. Her name is Mrs. Lou Laurie. Her partner is a married man from the studio audience, Mr. Earl Brown. Folks, come on in here and meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, welcome uh, for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. You say the secret word and you divide $100. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. A public stenographer and a husband, eh? Uh, Lou Laurie, uh, you're the you're the steno. Yes. Where where are you from, Lou? Uh, it's a every... man's name, isn't it, Lou? Not, uh, it's not a man's name for me. <laughs> well, I, I shouldn't think so. No. <laughs> in Illinois. You couldn't fool me by pretending you're a man. Because... People call up and ask for Mr. Lou all the time, though. Well, if I call up, I'll ask for Mrs. Lou. I won't. Ask. <laughs> You, you're from where? Evanston, Illinois. Evanston, oh, well, isn't that? That's where Northwestern that's University right. is, huh? And Earl Brown, huh? That's right, sir. What, what's your hometown? Well, I was born right near Cubs Park in Chicago. Oh, on the infield or the outfield? <laughs> Just a few blocks away. Uh-huh. Who, who do you work for, uh, Earl? I work for Oshkosh Begosh. <laughs> now, this is no time for facetiousness, Earl. <laughs> I asked you a civil question. I expect a civil answer. <laughs> Who do you worry? These are serious days. These are grave times we're living in. <laughs> and we, we just don't subscribe to those kind of answers, no. Who do you work for? Oshkosh Bagosh Overall Company, I should say. Out of Oshkosh, Oshkosh Wisconsin. Bagosh? That's right. That's the name of the firm. Well, what do you do for them? Are you the Bagosh or the Oshkosh? <laughs> I'm a salesman. Salesman? Traveling on the road. Uh-huh. Now, you're, you're a public stenographer, is that right? That's uh, right. Uh, Lou? What are your duties as a public stenographer? Oh, I uh, take dictation and transcribe notes and type and do mimeographing, and I'm a notary public. Oh. Suppose I came into your office. Would you take a letter from me? I sure would. Okay, let's see how good you are. Take a letter. Oh, well, I don't have any pencil or paper or anything. Oh, you don't, huh? Uh, George? <laughs> Mr. Fenneman? <laughs> Have you got a piece of... Oh, no. <laughs> How did you anticipate this? Well, this is my scorecard here. Oh, I see. Uh, are you ready to take dictation, Lou? Uh, yes. Well, would you rather sit down and take it? Yes, I would. I... Well, so would I. Come here, babe. <laughs> I think I can take it standing up, thank huh? you. I, I can take it standing up. What's the matter? You're a secretary, aren't you? Yes. Now, sit on my lap and let's get to work. <laughs> All ready? Yes. Okay, throw the pencil away. <laughs> I'll tell you what you do. You sit down and I'll stand up and dictate. Now, let's go. I want this letter uh, to go to uh, Sam uh, Grigolovich in St. Paul, Minnesota. How long is it going to take? Oh, it'll take about two days. Two days? In that case, you better get back on my lap again. <laughs> now, take a letter to Sam Gribblevich. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Got that? You said St. Paul. 
He moved. It was too cold in Minneapolis. <laughs> Have you got that down? Yes. How do you spell the man's name? Sam Gribblevich. Sam. Sam is S A M. Let's forget the whole thing. If you can't spell it, I'll call him on the phone. Besides, he can't read anyway. Well, I've learned a lot about public sonographers tonight, but they're not the things I wanted to learn. Now, let's see if you can run your $20 into more than our other couples and get a chance at the $3,500 question. That's the DeSoto Plymouth question. Now, George is offstage to remind our listeners how much the first couple won. The student of economics and the internal revenue man won $30. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build your $20. You select the Dictionary Digest. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? Uh, yeah, 15. 15. All right, now you're going to give me a synonym. If you were inebriated, what would you be? Drunk. Drunk is right. <laughs> well, you're on your way. You folks have $35. $35. Remember, you're going for $3,500 tonight. Now, how much of the 35 are you going to try now? All uh, the five. Yes, that's fine. All right, if you were corpulent, what would you be? Fat. Fat is right. <laughs> Fat is right. And you have $65. That's a very... <laughs> Here's your third question. You have $65. How much will you bet? Six, $60. $60. $60. Now, if you were loquacious, what would you be? Talkative. Talkative is right. <laughs> you now have climbed to $125. You wouldn't call... You'd say Gabby Hayes. You wouldn't call him Talkative Hayes. <laughs> or loquacious Hayes. Nobody knows what you were talking about. You have $125. Here's your last chance to be the other couples. How much of the $125 are you going to venture? 120. 120. If you were indolent, what would you be? I N D O L E N T. Lazy? Lazy, I guess. Lazy is right. <laughs> and you'll wind up giving her a big kiss after that. Well, I'd love to. Mrs. Brown, he said, <laughs> You folks have wound up with $245 from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers, and thank you very much. Who's next, uh, Mr. Fenneman? We asked if there were any young single people present tonight who'd like to get married someday if they found the right partner. And just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Miss Marilia de Locio e Silva. What's your language, Fenneman? <laughs> and Mr. Bernard Johnson. Folks, meet Groucho Marx. Well, <laughs> welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. You say the secret word, you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. A bachelor and an old maid, eh? Well, you're hardly an old maid. I would, a bachelor and a young maid, I would say. Wouldn't you? It depends. I beg your pardon. <laughs> you'll have to talk Spanish if you want me to understand. Marilia de Locio e Silva, is that right? Almost. Well, that's close for me. Huh? And Bernard Johnson, that's much easier for me to handle. That's right, Groucho. How old are you, uh, Marilia? Twenty-one. Twenty-one, huh? Mm-hmm. And Bernard? Twenty-six. Twenty-six, huh? Well, you two have a lot in common already. You're a boy and she's a girl. <laughs> How shrewd can you get? <laughs> what sort of work do you do? I'm a stock and bond broker with Bateman Eichler and Company here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. You're the, one of the fellows who wiped me out in 1929. <laughs> I mean, been, your, your forefathers. Might have been my father. I don't... <laughs> and uh, Miss 
Miss Silva, what sort of work do you do? I'm a student. You're a student? Mm-hmm. Where? UCLA. Oh, Eugla, huh? <laughs> Where are you from? Brazil. Oh. And you're one of our good neighbors, huh? Oh, yes. Are you a friendly neighbor? <laughs> oh, yes. Real friendly? <laughs> Yes. Would you like to do a favor for a neighbor like a like a good neighbor should? Oh, sure. How about lending me half a pound of coffee? <laughs> Where in Brazil are you from? Sao Paulo. Well, uh, how long have you been at UCLA? One year and a half. Why did you choose uh, UCLA in preference to any other university? Uh, did you hear about it in Brazil? Uh, no, it's because they have the field that I'm interested in. Well, you're interesting in any field. <laughs> You'd even be interested in a cornfield. <laughs> or a wheat field. Let's not confine this to any particular field. You are almost right, because it's about that that I'm interested in. <laughs> you're interesting in a cornfield? Yes. <laughs> Well, you see, I'm a pretty accurate prophet. Now, how long have you been up here? In the United States or yeah, in California? In, yes, in the United States. Well, uh... <laughs> I'll thank you not to differentiate like that. <laughs> how long have you been in the United States? Three years. Three years. And what made you choose uh, UCLA? Couldn't have been that football team. <laughs> no, because they have the the major that I'm interested. They have a major there that you find interesting. <laughs> no. Wouldn't you settle for a captain or a sergeant? <laughs> What's his name? Agriculture. Major agriculture. <laughs> You're, you're taking up agriculture? Yes. Isn't that a kind of a curious uh, study for a young, attractive girl? Yes. Do you uh, propose to do anything with this uh, knowledge, or...? Oh, yeah. You just have to the major. Which is it? No, I plan to go back and work with agriculture in Brazil. Oh. Well, isn't that unusual? It is. <laughs> you couldn't use an old cow hand down there. <laughs> By the way, uh, I've often wondered uh, how Latin Americans feel when they hear uh, us calling ourselves Americans. What do you call us? Remember, we're on the air. Yankees. Yankees? Mm-hmm. Yankees, huh? Some people in the South call us Yankees, too, you know. <laughs> Only they put another word in front of it. <laughs> Why, it's something that beavers build across dam. <laughs> now, what, what language do you speak in Brazil? Portuguese. Could you say something in Portuguese? Tell uh, Bernard over here what you uh, think of him so far. Now, go ahead. Você é um rapaz muito alinhado. Well, that's probably true, but he'll lose it as he gets older. I mean. <laughs> now you look intelligent and alert. What do you? What do you? Uh, what did she say about you, Bernard? I haven't any idea. 
A lovely uh, girl, young, single, and Latin, and you haven't any ideas at all? <laughs> Not as polite as I thought you were, Bernard. <laughs> well, you make a charming and attractive and clever couple, and I hope you'll be very happy together. <laughs> now you're going to play your bet your life. You beat our other two couples, and you'll get a chance at the $3,500 DeSoto Plymouth question. I can't tell you how much our other couples won, but fa- George, Mr. Fenneman is off stage to remind our listeners. The public stenographer and the married man are leading with $245. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected famous painters as your category. Here's your first question. How much are you going to bet? <laughs> how much shall we bet? Ten? Mm-hmm. Okay, ten. Okay. What famous artist painted The Last Supper? Leonardo da Vinci. Leonardo da Vinci is right. And you're on your way. You have $30. To be or not to be. Whether it is noble in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune. 27. 27. Fine. I'm reciting Shakespeare, and they're haggling over $2. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember, you're going for $3,500. How much are you, are you going to bet? How much? $27. $27. Okay. Who painted The Age of Innocence? Reynolds. Reynolds is right. <laughs> and you climbed to $57. You're going to kiss me after the show for remembering that? <laughs> How much are you going to bet of the 57? 56. 56. 56. No, no, no. Oh, right. You have $57. Okay, Hines and every pickle he's got is listening to this one in Cincinnati. 55. 55, yes. $55. What is the name of the surrealist painter who does pictures of limp watches? Dolly. Dolly is right. <laughs> now you climb to $112. I remember him very well. He used to be one of the Dolly sisters. <laughs> you have $112. It's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much is the the $112? $112. $111. <laughs> $111. Now, why did you say 111? I'm curious about this. I can buy her that Coke with the 50 cents I might win. Oh, you can get her a Coke and two pair of pants. <laughs> Who painted the famous portrait of the artist's mother? Whistler. Whistler. Whistler is right. And you two wind up with $223. And that means the stenographer and the married man with $245 get the chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $3,500 question. Now, George, I'll ask them the big question in just one minute, but first I want them to hear about something real important. Friends, in this hot weather, it's especially important to keep your car in good running order by taking it regularly for service to your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Now, more than ever, the cooling system should be checked. Oil filters and air cleaners should be examined to protect the engine. Then, too, faulty ignition creates excess heat and wastes gas and oil. These things are easily corrected, and even major repairs are a cinch for the master technicians at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. These men are thoroughly experienced and trained in factory methods. They use the most modern tools and equipment. And if a new part is required, your DeSoto Plymouth dealer can supply you immediately with the right factory-tested and approved part. So be sure your car is fully protected these hot days. 
Take it where you see the famous sign of better service, the friendly sign of a DeSoto Plymouth dealer. And here's a stenographer and the married man all set for the DeSoto Plymouth $3,500 question. All right, you want to get back on my lap for this, or... uh... (laughs) Here we go for $3,500. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you. Think carefully, and please no help in the audience. Here it is. According to historians, what is the oldest city in the world that is still inhabited? What is the answer you two have decided upon? Egypt. Oh, I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. The answer is Damascus. Well, you lost the big money, but you won how much? Uh, $245 in the quiz. Well, congratulations and thanks to both of you and to all of our contestants on the show tonight. Sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at this same time for the best of Groucho from the You Bet Your Life series. Don't miss the best of Groucho on television, too. Also presented by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. Two great cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation. And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you. Good night, folks, and remember, see the DeSoto Fire Dome 8... Tomorrow! Folks, here's a reminder from the National Safety Council. Cross town or cross country. Slow down for blind intersections and be prepared to stop. You Bet Your Life, transcribed from Hollywood, is produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. This is George Fenneman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. exciting episode in the life of the most fantastic crime fighter the world has ever known. It is a weekend in Midland City, and once again, crime is running rampant. And in the office of the police commissioner... Yes, Commissioner. Well, once again, Miss Helfinger, rhyme is running crampant. Okay, what's up? First of all... Yes? Someone at the Midland City Library has refused to pay a fine on an overdue book. Isn't that a crime? Yes, therefore we must summon the winged warrior. What would you like him to do? Tell him to crush with one blow from his mighty fist. Isn't that a little severe for overdue books? Well, perhaps a short karate jab in the crazy book. Fine, I'll call him. Yes. And not too much later, in front of the Midland City Library... Halt! In the name of a better society for all men, regardless of political persuasion, place of birth, economic position... You talking to me, man? Uh, yes, I am. 
I like the way you talk, friend. Oh, uh, thank you. Public speaking is one of my strengths. Could you move a little to the uh, left? I'm already there, Daddy. I think you're standing on my wing. What's your wing doing down there where I'm standing? You're pulling my costume off my left shoulder. In fact, what are you doing? You're standing there with a wing. Well, you see, I am the winged warrior. Deliver that to me again. I am a chicken man. No kidding. What's scaring you, man? I am the fantastic feathered fighter. You work in the ring? Hmm? You dance on the canvas? No, no. I fight crime and or evil. I'm not absorbing you, baby. You are standing on my wing. You mean you go around looking for rumbles with violators of the status quo? Uh, no, I fight crime and or evil. What's your angle, Uncle? Hmm? What do you do for it? Oh, uh, to make our city safe and secure from the malevolent forces of evil so that all... Freeze it! All good citizens might go about... Hold it. Okay. Big bird boy, I think we can do business. Uh, really? Read the lyrics in this shine, I'm told. Uh, down with evil? Right. Reading aloud was always one of my strengths. Not much later, in the office of the police commissioner of Midland City, which, incidentally, is located directly across the street from the Midland City Library. Uh, yes, Miss Helfinger. Commissioner, would you explain why the winged warrior is carrying a sign that reads, Library finds are evil? Uh, not unless sign carrying is also one of his strengths. Wow. Won't Chicken Man look funny in sandals? Will the winged warrior grow a beard on his beak? And if so, will it be a bearded beatnik? Be listening tomorrow for another exciting episode in the life of the most fantastic crime fighter the world has ever known. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. Well, Bernard and I have something in common. I have no idea what that young lady said about him, though I am curious if he asked her when they left the stage. Anyone can translate Portuguese, so I can know too. Feel free to drop us a line on the Facebook entry of this show. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, and on our host, Anchor.fm. You can listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and to find the best location that suits you. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club and get an extra episode a week. The Shadow returns on Monday and Gratch will be back next Friday for some more You Bet Your Life. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off.